0: Welcome back, guys. This is episode two of the Teens and Vaccines podcast. It's a podcast for teens, by teens, and we're going to be discussing everything related to the pandemic, what happened during the pandemic, and all the fun bits and pieces about being a teenager that happened during COVID-19. I'm super excited because not only do we have me, Ziara, Anita, and Kaylin, but we have two new people, we have Chrissy and Alyssa. They are joining us from very, very different places. So I'm going to let Alyssa introduce herself, and then Chrissy will recap and then we'll get started, y'all. Hi,
1: my name is Alyssa. I live in Iowa. So I have a pretty different experience in relation to everybody else in terms of the pandemic. But I'm really glad to be here and to just share my own experience and also learn from others what they might have gone through.
2: Hi, my name is Chrissy, I live in California, and as you all may know, this is one of the states that was hardest hit by COVID. So I'm really excited to share my experience being in a state like this and also hearing about everyone else's experiences.
0: Okay, so we are so excited to have Alyssa and Chrissy with us. Our team is just getting bigger and bigger and bigger. We're so excited. So a very brief recap from what happened in episode one, In the last episode, we really talked about ourselves, the four of us, me, Ziara, Anita, Kalen. We shared our experiences really general with what kind of happened to us throughout the pandemic and some things that we wish we had known, learned, stuff that we thought we wish we could have done and what we're going to go on moving forward. But what we left off was, some interesting experiences that we had during the pandemic. I'm very excited that we are going to get to have a little bit of normal again, just a little bit, maybe like 25%. And I think that's all, that's all I need at least. And I'll just be rolling. But with this episode, we wanted to focus on a different aspect of the pandemic, a part that COVID really hit and you wouldn't have expected it to hit that hard. We're gonna talk about school, yay. You can't see my jazz hands from doing jazz hands. So I know when the pandemic hit, I was a senior in high school, class of 2020, the best class ever. So I was a pandemic graduate, but a lot of you guys who are listening and even on the panel, except for me and Ziara are high school students. And y'all get to go through the wonderful... SATs and college applications. Anita, how has the pandemic just messed
3: stuff up for school? It has messed up a lot of stuff. Let me tell you, Michaela. So first of all, when the pandemic hit, as I mentioned in our last video, we were excited actually, because we thought it would be a fun two weeks where we could just, you know, Stay at home, no work. But then gradually, as time went on, we were like, "This is really boring. Um, things are getting bad now." When we when we were scared to even leave the house, we couldn't go anywhere. My mom wouldn't allow us to go to the grocery store. Nowhere, we just couldn't put our foot outside. And whenever we did bring groceries inside the house, it was all washed down. Like every single item, my mom would wash it down to the core, it was really bad. And I'm sure a lot of families, the same thing was going on in their household as well. School, it was very hard. Virtual learning or asynchronous learning, which was the what happened in the beginning. It was very hard. And I just feel like the lack of motivation and just having no motivation to do your work. I know throughout this school year, It was really hard not to go on your phone or just there are a lot of distractions. And I don't know. I mean, we got through it, but I don't think it was the best year. It was no, there's no interaction with other students. It was just crazy. That's the best word to describe it. Crazy and not productive at all. Not productive. You're listening to the Teens and Maxines podcast. Make sure to follow at teens.n.vax.vax on Instagram. What about
0: you, Alyssa? I know you're going to be doing that those SATs and the AP classes cuz we all got to get into good schools. So, how has it been for you this whole academic year?
1: It's been pretty similar to Anita. I can also say we thought it was going to be so much fun because it was right during spring break that they were like, you know what, we're taking another month of school off. And everybody was hurraying. Everybody was so happy. Then summer came and none of us could see each other. Then fall came and things kind of got back to normal. They gave people the option. Uh, A lot of us chose to stay online, but still like, I think it was like 70% of the school chose to go on site. And I feel like it was just overall a really different experience because then later in the year we all had to go online and it was really crazy, just overall, we also had standardized tests. Like our schools still require standardized tests like in March. And I know I took my SAT in July or something like that. July, I don't even know, sometime last year. And it was really, I don't even know. It was so, it's like I forgot everything that happened after. And this entire year feels, it's either sometimes feels like really short or really long. And I'm just hoping I'm gonna reach a point in my life where I'm just gonna forget. And once I forget, everything's gonna be okay from that point on. I don't know if we're gonna hear the word COVID-19 ever again during school, but I'm excited for the next year. Being an online student's definitely been difficult, but I'm excited to go back in person Our school now, instead of doing snow days, we're having asynchronous learning days. So I guess that's the worst takeaway because I really don't wanna go (laughs) to school during snow days. I'm just really happy that everything's kind of going back to normal and that I'm gonna get to see like teachers and students face-to-face next year.
0: Yes, Alyssa, I I definitely feel you. I cannot imagine my kid sitting in high school, taking APUS history, just like I did, writing some long essay question about how was, how was the pandemic of 2020? I think I would cry. I know Kaylin is one of, she's on, well, the younger side. She's going to be a junior in the fall. So you're not senior a senior. <laughs> you know what? I'm, I'm mad at myself at this point. Well, <laughs> How has it been searching for colleges for y'all? I know ZR didn't have to deal with that because she's a sophomore in college, but when the pandemic hit for me, I had already made my choice. Um, many of my friends had already made my choice. It was March. There was no turning back for those two months between then and May 1st being decision day. For Kaylin, because I love you now, and I feel so sorry that I missed it. How, how has the college search been? <laughs>
4: I just still can't believe that I started off this entire thing being a sophomore in high school and now I'm a senior. It's just all it's just completely coming a shock to me. But college wise, that has become more and more real every day. We're talking about it. I'm talking about it with my mom and my grandma. and. I'm pretty sure this summer I'm taking college tours in um, North Carolina because I really want to go to culinary school and like in in HBCU. So I'm very excited for that. But I didn't think that I would be at home for a year and a half. And now I'm thinking about going to college in two years. It just seems really crazy to me because that's just you expect your high school experience to be in school. With your friends, just hanging out, having fun, doing all these things, having homecoming, but you're just virtual and now you're planning the next steps of life. And that's terrifying, so scary. But with my school and my colleges, they don't expect you to have your SATs or like your finals grades. So my school did have SATs, but they don't have finals. So everyone's rushing to get all their work in because whatever your final grade is for that class is your final grade for the rest of the year. So that's also terrifying and you want to get into a good college. <laughs> so I'm also doing that, trying to do fix all my grades or not all of them, but like most of them. But I'm pretty sure my school is uh, mandatory in school next year. And that's scary because I don't know how they're going to do it. They changed the schedule around. I think that we'll get through it, hopefully. I don't know how my school is going to do like certain things if there's another outbreak or something, but hopefully they figure it out on their own.
0: <laughs> yes. It sounds so convoluted because it is. And girl, I'm an HBCU queen. So hit me up when this is over. Um, Chrissy, how about you? How's the college search girl? Cause it's always stressful and it's real stressful when you can't leave your house.
2: Definitely. Like pre-pandemic, I thought I was set for college applications. I was like, I'm going to have straight A's, all these extracurriculars, like stacked on my record. But I am now really worried about how my college applications are going to turn out because the pandemic came along like right when I was applying to programs and like internship positions because I started to, you know, become more independent as I was getting my license and all. And I know that these colleges are like looking for this well-rounded person that was involved in all these extracurriculars, but, you know, being a student in the pandemic really limited me from getting the experience I wanted in order to show that I was passionate about going to the medical field because, you know, I want to be a doctor because all these intern and volunteer opportunities at hospitals were all closed because of COVID risks, and the clubs at my school couldn't really do anything except have Zoom meetings, which is basically nothing. But yeah, this really like almost crushed my dreams kind of of getting into like a UC or a USC. But I'm lucky enough that everything is kind of starting to open up now, and there were at least like virtual opportunities that were available to us, and. Yeah, I was also really worried about how I was doing in school and how my grades were going to turn out because now that we didn't have like our teachers talking to us in real life, that everything has become kind of digital. It was definitely hard to keep my attention focused on class because of the many distractions that were accessible to me in the comfort of my own home. Like especially taking these AP classes, like I know if you guys took AP U.S. History, Like, just imagine taking that online, just listen to your teacher talk on and on about history for hours like I I can't do that. So that was definitely one of the huge factors that affected my academic performance, because I was always someone who had like a pretty small attention span and being in class in person kind of, you know, like forced me to pay attention. But now that we're online. Like, nothing could stop me from just picking up my phone and going on TikTok all class. So yeah, that was one of the hardest things.
0: It was rough out here, Chrissy. I understand, girl. I'm trying to be a doctor, too. So Dr. Chrissy and Dr. Michaela, we're struggling together at this point.
2: Hey there, listener. You're listening to the Teens and Vaccines podcast. Make sure to follow us on Instagram at teens.and.facts. Again, it's at teens.n.vax, B-A-X, on Instagram.
0: Speaking about school, we already got the perspective from high school, from Kaylin, Anita, Chrissy, and Alyssa. But what about college? Because college is fun and it's interesting, especially when you can't leave your house or you get booted off of campus. So, Ziara, how was your, like, Freshman going into sophomore year of college, having
5: to not be at college. Yeah, well, you basically just summed it up. Uh, (laughs) You're at college, you get the boot, you're back at home. Um, It was definitely a very unexpected experience. We were at school. Um, It was actually right before... I was leaving for spring break. My plans were to go to the Dominican Republic for a mission trip and then that got canceled. So I was like, all right, I'll just go home, you know? And so then I got plane tickets for the next day, like early morning one. right when I landed in Nebraska, which is, you know, where my family lives, Uh, My phone, I like my, I turn on my phone and my phone's just blowing up with notifications. And I was like, what is this? And then um, I see, oh, school has been canceled for the rest of the semester, uh, as in like in in in-person classes. And I was like, what? And I have texts from like all my friends. My mom is calling, was calling me. My dad was calling me. Like everyone was like, where is she? You know? Cause I was like on a plane for like four hours. And so then I was like, Oh my goodness. Like, this is just insane. And all my stuff was over there in my, you know, my dorm. So I had just packed what like like nothing. Cause I was like, Oh, I'll just steal my sister's clothing, you know? But <laughs> so I was just, I left all my stuff over there and we had really n- no clue what would happen the next, you know, in the next week. So we thought, Oh, well, we're just going to go fly back in, you know, the next couple of days, you know, after the weekend passes, we'll go. Well, I never ended up going back. So I was, you know, almost half a year here with like, all my stuff, all my schooling, textbooks, everything was all over there. So it was definitely a different experience doing online schooling in home with textbooks that you didn't have. So that was pretty interesting. Um, not only adjusting to having to do schooling uh, a different way, but, you know, also living back home. Michaela, you said, I love my mom, but, you know, (laughs) I feel that too. (laughs) It's definitely like, it's definitely weird living on your own, being able to um, make your own decisions on the daily, like, oh, I'm going to go to sleep at this time or, you know, go to sleep like in the morning, you know. But yeah, coming back home is definitely different. Really, yeah really different experience, unexpected. Yeah.
0: I mean, I think in the beginning when it all kind of happened in March, there was just a lot of confusion. Everyone was confused and it's easy to be confused. Like for me, when my school, my high school was about 15 minutes away from my house, I had many friends that had that same problem. It's wild.
5: Right. And it was just, Cause I mean, like 15 minutes, you know, that's like, oh, I can just like go drive, but it was definitely, um, you know, having to figure out like, can I fly back? You know? And that's when like airports were like, no, we're going to shut down, you know? And so it was just definitely, it was confusing, but also kind of, um, it was like scary. Cause I'm like, is it, am I going to be able to, you know, finish these classes this semester? Because I mean, even three credits, like one, one class with three credits is a lot of money. And so I was like, oh man, you know, is this whole semester going to go? You know, my money is just going to go to waste. So that was just I was really worried because, you know, we didn't know what was going on.
0: Speaking of, you know, having online classes and trying to sit and listen to your A push teacher, lecture and lecture online. How has it been trying to, you know, build or maintain relationships? I know as I started college, that's the biggest thing—knowing your professor. So when y'all go to college, make sure you know your professor because you'd be doing better than me right now. Knowing your professor, trying to make friends, especially as I'm in a different environment. How has it been? for you guys trying to figure that all out. Anita, how
3: about you, girl? Well, first of all, Michaela, did you go on to rate my professor? That's the first thing you do.
0: <laughs> okay, I went on to rate my professor and the only calculus professor I had, had like zero stars. Like his, all his stuff was in the red. I had to deal uh, with it anyway.
3: Girl, I feel you. Hopefully, you know, I get good professors when I go to college. <laughs> Anyways, you know, making connections in the beginning, it was, you know, I feel like in the beginning of covid when it started, things were going well as what well, like in terms of connections and friends. But when the summer hit, it was the worst summer I would say that I've ever had in my life. There was no interactions at all. Everything was just online, FaceTime. I'm sure you guys can relate. As soon as the year started again, this school year I mean me and my friends would keep in touch you know we would talk but it was definitely not as you know we weren't as close as we would have been in the school environment like I felt at distance even though we still talk we kept in touch I don't know it might just be me but I definitely prefer you know going to lunch it's just not the same Let's just put it that way. It's just, you know, random things happen in school that you wouldn't expect. But virtually, it's like you're living the same day over and over again. It's so boring. Like you wake up, you do the same thing, you brush your teeth, you eat breakfast, you go online, uh, period one, period two, period three, period four, you go to sleep. There's. It's just so tiring. And I don't know, it, it was just very difficult for me to get used to but next year when it's mandatory i think we will gain those connections back and get more insight back into our social lives again yes that is so
0: true because i remember lunch spices up your life (laughs) lunch would spice up the whole day Hey guys, you're listening to the Teens and Vaccines podcast. Don't forget to follow us on our social media, Instagram at teens.n.vax, spelled V-A-X. Again, that's teens.n.vax, spelled V-A-X. Anita, you were
4: talking about uh, friendships and how like you became distant and you Facetimes and everything. I know me personally, I uh, lost some friends during this whole... COVID thing have you gained or lost any friends during it as well
3: yeah I think it just goes to show you who your true friends really are because I just realized like who really cares about me and who just wants my help like on schoolwork or homework it just really shows that shows you their true colors I think this COVID has really proven to me who's my real friends but You know, I have developed some really good friendships with some of my friends. But Also, some of my friends did move and go to other schools, which was really hard for me because my closest friend, she goes to North Hartford now, which is really sad because we were really close and we got along perfectly. So that was really hard for me. I guess we just have to wait next year and see. What happened? You know, it really comes down to that. Just waiting. What about you, Kay? Did anything happen with your friendships? Did you gain any friends? Wow. My friendship
4: circle has, a uh, it disbanded for a little bit and then it gained some new people. I had three best friends through eighth grade and sophomore year. And then when the whole pandemic thing started, I realized that two of them didn't really want to talk to me. They kind of just like needed me for advice and just needed me to be there. And we all became distant throughout this entire pandemic and I no longer speak to them, but I have recently found some new people that have became a big part of my lives and I absolutely love them so much. But I can say that I'm very thankful for realizing who my friends are and what it actually means to be in a friendship with people and um, having a support system with you through this entire uh, pandemic.
0: Yeah. I mean, it's been crazy. Like Anita said, it did show people's true colors because you will know who really cares about you and who's going to call you when the going gets rough. So, I mean, this is open ended for, you know, Chrissy, Alyssa, Anita, Kaylin, do you have any advice for our listeners who may be going through something like that, who, you know, in March of 2020, they have five friends. Now, you know, March of 2021, we're, we're actually in June. June of 2021, they pop out. They only got like two friends. Do you have any advice for people who have gone through something like
3: that? Um, well, I'm going to say something really quick trust your gut because 99% of the time your instincts are right. That's my piece.
1: Yeah, I think reaching out to people, like taking sort of initiative and reaching out to people and maybe you haven't talked to them in a while. I feel like that's really, like I think that's a good thing, a good place to start because I know personally you meet different people and your friends with different people and according to like what activities you do or like if you see them at competitions, And I know I had a good opportunity to uh, like become really close friends with people that I usually see more often at like tournaments and I only talk to them there. But now without tournaments, we did FaceTime a lot. And I guess we just found time to really like get close to each other. And even though they live in like Florida, I feel like it's a good opportunity and it actually allowed us to be friends past seeing each other conveniently at tournaments. And also I feel like, COVID-19 has just been a whirlwind and there's no one way you, I could like say that could fix problems in terms of relationships like I know personally I did get closer to my friends because we had to FaceTime a lot and also second semester once people were getting vaccinated we had like picnics after what a standardized tests because nobody wanted to talk about them or think about them anymore. So I feel like reaching out to people and really creating those, trying to create those relationships or build them back up, especially because of the pandemic, it's going to count in the long run because I know personally, I'm like a terrible texter. So like, I know I won't respond to somebody for like a week and it'll seem so mean. And I know it seems like as if I'm ignoring them and it's genuinely like, I don't have the energy to respond sometimes. And I just like, I'm like, oh, that's nice. And I smile and I <laughs> leave them on red. But it's like some people might be like me and some people might be really eager to text back. I really think engaging friendships by, I guess, how they interact with you during COVID, it's hard and it might just be like really tough for them. And so having people to open up to is healthy, but also just keeping in mind that we didn't all have the same experience and we don't all have the same habits or mindsets when we interact with people. So.
2: Um, One thing I'm going to say, if you went into the pandemic with like 10 friends and you're coming out of it with three friends, that's totally fine. Based from my experience, when it comes to friends, quality is always over quantity. Um, Just because you have like 10 different friends doesn't always mean that you have good friendships with them. So now that you have this little friend group circle, it's important to know that these friends are the ones who are going to stay true to you and are going to stay your good friends you know, for a really long time, because we almost need to look at quarantine as a sort of test to see if, you know, your relationships with your friends were as strong as you thought they were, as it forced us to stay in touch with each other, even through isolation. And yeah, so the friends that you have now, you kind of just have to keep in touch with them through like social media, or now that things are opening up, you can make plans with them and sort of hang out with them now. So yeah.
0: Yes, yes. Yes. And my little tidbit for any of you listening who may have experienced stuff like that is that those bonds that you made, like Chrissy said, quality over quantity, and those bonds that you have made are just going to get stronger and stronger and you'll have friends for life. Um, And I know that has happened with me. As always, we wanna thank all of our sponsors, the Community Health Center Incorporated and the Weissman Institute and the School-Based Health Alliance for their support of our podcast. our very, very interesting, and at this point, very hilarious podcast. So stay tuned for our next episode where we will be discussing what we missed out on in the pandemic and what we are most excited about as more people are going to be vaccinated and more stuff starts opening up.